0: It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. It's Thursday, right, Scooter? It's Thursday. You know, these five-day work weeks are going to kill me. (laughs) Five shows this week? I should take tomorrow off. Matt is. He is. I'm not jealous, but Matt's taking tomorrow off. Welcome to the show. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears in studio. You heard the voice of Scooter Dingus on the other side of the glass. It is Thursday, July 13th. M&M Cartage hotline is open, 502-384-1450. To join in on today's, probably going to be a crazy conversation, but you can join in on it, 384-1450. I got nothing to talk
1: about. Today's my mom's birthday. Happy birthday
0: mom. to Scooter's mom. Mama Scoots. Uh, don't let Buzz know. Oh, that's your grandma. <laughs> Yeah. The uh, Thornton's text line, uh, let's restart the show. in Three, two, one. <laughs> Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. I was at Thornton's a few moments ago to fill up the gas tank, and I should have gone in because right now all 32-ounce fountain drinks are smaller are 89 cents. That's right. You heard it, 89 cents. Come in today, grab a fountain drink from Thornton's, and hit me up on the Thornton's text line.
1: 502-414-1450. Did you at least use your refreshing rewards to save some money uh, on said gas? I let my wife do that hmm.
0: in her car. She loves getting that. Here's, you can both get okay. the savings. Here's my here's my theory. Three cents off a gallon. If I put 10 gallons
1: in, um, I save 30 cents. Yeah? Come on. How often do you have to get gas? Once a week? I mean, that's that's $1.20 a month. Oh, my gosh. You're right. What was I thinking? $14 a year?
0: What was I thinking? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) 414-1450, that's the Thornton's text line that you can call. Yesterday is one of those days, sports-wise, where I don't know what to do. Thank goodness Kentucky played basketball. Thank goodness Louisville women played basketball. Because I was so happy to be working at the liquor store last night, Scooter, selling alcohol and cigarettes and a bunch of lottery tickets. You know what I wa- you know what I had on the TV at the liquor store? Uh the Gold Cup. Six hours of either Andy Griffith or Seinfeld. Oh, you were watching comedies. Yes. I'm not watching the Espies. Now I know I'm a grumpy old man. USA Soccer played last night. Yeah, they got beat by Panama in uh shootout. Penalty kicks, yeah. Penalty kicks. It was brutal. Uh, brutal is that the word we're going to use yeah. about soccer? They it's had to brutal. go
1: to. They had to go to six. Oh, Lord, it's it's soccer.
0: I love that's soccer. our soccer minute for the week. I love that's soccer. It. Yeah,
1: grumpy old man's
0: here today. There's no two ways I about it. I love it.
1: I love grumpy old man. Um, <laughs> and why you act like it's just today? So the
0: wow that hurts. <laughs> the SPs were last night. LeBron announced he's coming back. Did anybody think he wasn't coming back? Did you see this announcement? This
1: yeah, thing? my roommate told me that Did last hoopla? night and I was like, "What? Okay. LeBron is always gonna, coming back."
0: There's gonna come a time when I can't do this anymore. Luckily for you people, this is not that
1: time. It was like last what? Why are we so lucky? It was like last summer when Tom Brady announced he was going to come back for another year and everybody was surprised. I was like, "What? But why? That's what he was going to do all along?" Doesn't he want to play with his son? Isn't that, yeah, exactly. isn't that
0: the uh, narrative we've exactly. been listening to for about three or four years now?
1: Yeah, I, I think he had a, my son. I think he had a narrative sprinkled in though that was like yeah, uh, uh, maybe away. I'll take a year yeah. off and reevaluate. Well,
0: he's coming back, everybody. If you were wondering, on July twelfth, if you were wondering, yes, LeBron James is coming back. He made the announcement at the SB's. when he see when he received an ESPY. For, um, I guess, record-breaking performance because he passed Kareem as the all-time leading star in the NBA.
1: Believe he announced
0: me, it then? Believe me. I heard about this. I didn't watch it. I was too busy watching uh, se- second-year Seinfeld episodes. <laughs> Chinese Restaurant was on last night. Nice. It is hilariously funny. It really is. I like Seinfeld. An entire episode... Waiting on a table in a Chinese restaurant. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, Kentucky wins yesterday. We've got uh, Scottish Open is going on, if you're interested. We are one week uh, prior to the uh, British Open, or the Open Championship, as they like to call it, across the pond. Scottish Open uh, going on as we speak. Ben on tied a course record today with a 9-under to uh, lead, well, He thinks he's going to lead because Davis Riley shot
1: 29 on the front nine. Whoa. He is seven under through 10. If I ever shoot in the 20s on a nine, I'm done. Putting the sticks away. (laughs) We're out of here. Throw him in the back of the car in the
0: nearest lake and you're gone. Seven under through 10, Davis Riley. Rory McIlroy and Thomas Dietrich shot six under. They are done with their rounds for the day. Speaking of Rory, I'll get to it. There was – all right, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a segment because I do have to get to Kentucky basketball. The Cats, or Team USA, however you want to say it, beat Team Germany yesterday, 81-73, in the Global Jam in Toronto, Canada. They will play Canada tonight, Team Canada, 8 o'clock, but it's delayed on uh, CBS Sports Network at midnight. My plan is to go home after this show – have a nice, solid two-hour nap and stay up and watch the Cats and Team Canada. Scooter, you're going to do the same, right? At midnight? Midnight.
1: You're going to be up for it? Absolutely. I was no, up at midnight last night. I'm, I won't. No, my my hope is to but find... You, wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Yeah. You're the producer of Kentucky Roll Call. That's true. That's, you have
1: to be... I've just got a, My only job, John, is to make sure we're on air. <laughs> And I will do that. I will f- fulfill those duties. Uh, no, okay. I, my hope, though, is I'm, I'm hoping for an illegal stream. Yeah. And watch it that way. That way I can.
0: Well, I'm taking a nap. So I'm just going to stay up. I'm going to watch a movie You're a champ. or two and not know the score and watch it midnight. You should do – back in the day, Scooter, let me give you a little history lesson. Let, let grumpy old man give you a little history lesson. There were a lot of Kentucky games, mostly pre-conference basketball games, that were tape-delayed at 11.30 on Wave 3. Yuck. Yeah, that's how they did it. Marty Brenneman did some play-by-play for Kentucky basketball. (laughs) Rob Bromley was uh, the main guy. UK basketball, had probably more years than anybody. Uh, Morgan? Uh, Martin. Martin Newton, CM Newton's son, uh, did some color analysis as well. And if it was a – look, they weren't big games. It's not. It wasn't Kentucky and North Carolina tape delayed at 1130 at night. Sure. It was UK invitational games against Duquesne or VMI or somebody like that. But if you wanted to watch, people would uh, not try to not learn the score. They wanted to watch it as if it were live. And I'm going to try to do that tonight. Look, I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to do that. But I'm going to try to do it. And we'll see what happens. I'll let you know tomorrow. There's a 40% chance that this actually comes to fruition. How about (laughs) that? But they'll play Team Canada tonight. By the way, Louisville women will play Team Canada also tonight, 5.30. That will be on CBS Sports Network live. So the women's global jam taking precedence over the men's global jam, at least on this Thursday. Kentucky's next game on Saturday will be live at 1.30 against Team uh, Africa. It's got a different name, but they're calling it Team Africa. And then the gold medal game will be on CBS Sports Network live on Sunday evening as well. So Kentucky and Team Canada today. Uh, it's overreaction thir- uh, Thursday. I said this yesterday. 40-0, print the shirts. Is it going to be 40-0, <laughs> no. hang the banner, or is it going to be uh, we need to get rid of John Calipari Day. That's Those are the options. Uh, I think midway first quarter, it was get rid of John Calipari Day. Man, that was a sloppy start. Get rid of John. What is, he, he can't coach anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he gets the best recruits. He's got the number one recruiting class. How are they losing to Team Germany? All right, Team Germany were grown men. They Ten of the 12 players on Team Germany play in the highest – league in Germany they've been playing for a while Bundesliga
1: Bundesliga Jawohl. which really confused it's funny because I watch Bundesliga soccer, soccer yes. every Sunday and I was telling my roommate as we were watching the game last night I was like yeah that guy right there he's one of the best players in the Bundesliga and his mind was blown he was like what's he doing playing basketball <laughs> and I was like Oh no, that's their basketball league well me. it's Germany yeah
0: they call all leagues. everything's, Bundesliga. everything's the same name yeah. Um, Antonio Reeves came back. Now, was he forced to come back because Kentucky wouldn't let him leave because he didn't graduate in the grad transfer program? I don't know. At this point, it's irrelevant. He's on the team, he scored 24 points, had four rebounds, missed some shots early, but made up for it. And he's the best player on the roster. I think that's fair to say, even after just one game. Last year, Oscar Shibway was the best player on the roster. This year, It's Antonio Reeves. He is a guy that can get you a bucket when you need a bucket. He was really good yesterday. Trey Mitchell, the transfer from West Virginia, 20 points, six rebounds, four three-pointers made. So these two guys that sort of got back into the mix late, Mitchell, the grad transfer from West Virginia after Bob Huggins, I guess, resigned, or maybe he didn't. We'll see. And Reeves, who waited really, really, really late to decide whether he came back, John Calipari, and Kentucky fan has to be very happy that those guys made those decisions. Oh yeah, they were both really good yesterday.
1: Well, especially Trey Mitchell. His I, I mentioned this on a roll call this morning. His shot was beautiful, and his floor game was good.
0: Yeah, he made a couple of really nice passes. Uh, the best play of the game was a backdoor to DJ Wagner for a layup. Yeah, early, early in, in the game. The game. Yeah, uh, Adu Sierra. I said yesterday, I was worried about a do Late in the season last year, a lot of turnovers, couldn't get the ball up the court. They were going to rely on him to do that maybe this year as well. They're not going to rely on him to do that. They've got D.J. Wagner. They've got Rob Dillingham. Reeves can help. They don't need CRO to necessarily bring it up the court. But when he did, he was fine. And he finished through contact down low. He's long he is stronger than he was last year. He's a lot chest-wise bigger than he was last oh, yeah. year. And he was sort of a man yesterday. If you're a Kentucky fan, and I'm, uh, again, it's all an overreaction, you got to feel pretty good about what you saw out of a Deucy yesterday.
1: Yeah, and it, he's going to do a lot of things that won't be in the scorebook, per se. I, I think... We can overreact all we want, John, but I think Reed Shepard and Aduthiero are both going to do whatever it takes to help this team get wins, whether that's diving like on the that. floor, like that. whether that's poking the ball out of somebody's hands. I mean, they're, they're going to do the little things that nobody really notices but in the end are a huge deal for I this team. I thought Reed Shepard had a great game. Yeah, for and sure. And he didn't score. That pass on the out-of-bounds to the, the alley yeah. for Burks, incredible. By the way,
0: Jordan Burks, did anybody hear about Jordan Burks coming in? Man, I knew he was on the roster. Mm-hmm. And I guess with Onyansu getting hurt and uh uh Bradshaw being hurt, you gotta place you gotta find a big guy somewhere. For sure. And he uh, he showed he was capable at times. He was okay, I thought. He was okay. It was his first game. Another guy that was before. just okay, Justin Edwards. Yeah. Um But you could see the flashes with that. Yes, Edwards. but you know what I kept thinking of? And this maybe this is a good thing, maybe this is a bad thing, because the guy won a national championship, Terrence Jones. Left-hander, I didn't like his shot. I never liked Terrence Jones' outside shot. I never liked Terrence Jones.
1: Well, a lot of, a lot of. He's, he's my least favorite Wildcat. A of lot of Wildcat
0: fans really didn't like Terrence Jones until 2012, when they, he was a sophomore and they hung the banner. Um, he reminded me of Terrence Jones yesterday. Took some shots, you know, off the side of the backboard early. Uh, three-pointer did not look good. DJ Wagner's good. Mm-hmm. DJ Wagner that was easy can get see. from here to there. Uh, you know, as Muhammad Ali used to say, he can
1: turn the lights out and be in bed before it gets dark. Yeah, we we had heard a lot about his speed, but I hadn't really seen him play other than like highlights. It. Yeah, that kid's quick. I felt
0: who did I feel bad for yesterday? Alvin Williams. Hmm. You know who Alvin Williams was? He was the color guy, right? He was the color yeah. commentator. They put him on blast. Man, what are they doing to this guy? They put the stats up when he played for Villanova against Kentucky. It was the 97 team that went to the national championship game with Ron Mercer and uh, 11 turnovers in that game against Kentucky.
1: What are you doing to this guy? That's that's one of those things, though, John. You got to look back. I mean, that was 26 years ago. He's He's got to laugh about it at this point, you know. Competitors never laugh about it. Uh, he kind of laughed it they, off.
0: He, yeah, because he was on national television. Yeah, true. I don't think he was happy about it. He had ten <laughs> points, I think, four rebounds, uh, and and they kept red flashing the eleven turnover part. <laughs> like, what are you doing to this guy? And the and the play by play guy and look, this these are guys we'd never heard from. This was a a Canada based broadcast. It was on Canada's Sportsnet that was picked up by CBS Sports Network. So you didn't have Pete Gillen or or uh, Doris Burke or any of these announcers that you're used to hearing. Well, I didn't know who Alvin Williams was. If you'd have said before the game, where did Alvin Williams play in 1997, what college? I, Villanova would not have been the first thing that <laughs> came to mind. But I felt bad for him because he got roasted. And, they, and they, somebody did bring up the point, I think it was Kyle Tucker on Twitter, hey, look, Ron Mercer, that game, was told before the game that Alvin Williams was an All-American and he was not, and he used that as motivation. He had an unbelievable game.
1: You know what, John? If he didn't want to be embarrassed, maybe he should have played better. The old adage.
0: He was embarrassed in 1997. You don't have to embarrass him in 2023 about something that happened in 1997. (laughs) I felt bad for Alvin Williams. I did not.
1: That's all. I just wanted to get that said. I felt bad for the play-by-play guy who couldn't say a freaking name right. <sighs> I think he said a arrow four different ways. And that's Canada. Therio it's those, He called him Therio the first it's time. It's those Canucks. It's therio it's, Like Cheerio. It's it's Canada. I don't know what the. It was horrible. And he kept making the UK mistake. Like, Kentucky up by four. Now it's Team USA. Well, I, got, I mean that's an easy mistake. I kind of get that. It's just Kentucky do. on the uniforms. Yeah. It, it was probably
0: visually. Confusing. Why are we Why are we kidding ourselves anyway? It's UK. It is. It's L women. <laughs> I mean, they're wearing their uniforms. They Nobody on the roster doesn't play for them.
1: But in that setting, I feel like you have to
0: call them USA. The graphic had Team USA. It did. And the coaching staff had USA. The coaching staff had United States. United States, yeah. Uh, in cursive. Great cursive. <laughs> sure. Great script. I would like that shirt, actually. All right, we'll take a break. I've gotten way off track. Louisville (laughs) women win. They'll play again, as I mentioned at 5:30. The Celtics signed one of the guys they traded for, and as a Celtic fan, I don't know how I feel about it. it. You hate it. I don't love it, Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that. Um, ESPYS, I guess we'll talk about a little bit. And baseball is starting back up tomorrow. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I have the shakes. Listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. Anyway, y'all!
1: Everywhere, y'all. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Welcome back.
0: Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage, John Spears. In studio, Eminem Courage Hotline's open, 502 384 1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502 414 1450. Those are your two ways to get in touch with the show. 384 1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Or you can text us, 414 1450. Just keep it clean. That's all we ask. Just keep it clean. Uh, Phoenix Hill Richard texted me, I remember watching UK and the Akron Zips one time on delay and didn't know the score. Those were the days. There is a way to get this game tonight if you're a Kentucky fan. Oh, yeah. Streaming. I don't know what it is.
1: There's going to be several.
0: Grumpy old man technologically does not know what it is. I agree with what Scooter said yesterday. Louisville women put their game on Twitter yesterday. All you had to do was go to the Louisville Women's Basketball Twitter account and click on a link, and you can watch the game. I don't know why Kentucky men's basketball doesn't do the same thing. Yeah, All right, Louisville women beat Puerto Rico yesterday, 78-55. Jeff Wall's got to be really smiling right now. You lose Haley Van Lith. She goes to LSU. And the sky is falling, right? If you're Cardinal women's basketball fan, The sky was falling. You had a great run last year. You got Haley coming back to lead this team, and she leaves to go play for the national champions. Sydney Taylor, 22 yesterday. Grad transfer. Six of 10 from three point land. And remember, in the international FIBA rules, the three pointer is just a little bit further than it is in college basketball. But Sydney Taylor was good. Kiki Jefferson. 10 points, 7 rebounds, 10 assists. Another grad transfer. Portal. Portal, baby. Did you watch the game? No. Uh, Well, I was here. Oh, that's right. It was a morning game. I forgot, yeah. But the, uh, the transfer portal, you either take advantage of it or you are left behind. And Jeff Walls, he knows what he's doing. Kenny Payne, on the other hand, I think has been left behind. At least Uh, for the first first year, he was left behind. He had a better one this year. We'll give you the grade uh, at the end of the season. (laughs) I'm not sure he wasn't left behind a little bit here. I think John Calipari has had trouble
1: adapting to not only NIL but the transfer portal. Here's a fun question for you, John. Do we get a Kenny Payne day in 2024? Meaning they win twelve games or less. A Kenny Payne Day? Yeah, remember he it was four. He went four and twenty eight last year. They said oh, April. Did we get a Kenny Payne Day. April twenty oh, eighth was mean spirited. No, I'm just trying to. Do, I'm, do you think we get a Kenny Payne Day in 2024?
0: No, and let me tell you why.
1: So you're because, going thirteen or more? Yes,
0: because some of those games that they lost in the preseason, more than a few, they probably should have won. They they probably could have won at the end of the game, and something went wrong. Uh, I mean Bellarmine Lipscomb, some of those games in the, in the preseason, pre pre conference, yeah, should have won. And and you know they're gonna win at least a couple of road games this year. Not let me knock on something when I say that. <laughs> I mean I think there's a there's a chance we get a Kenny Payne Day. Yeah, certainly don't want to see it for Kenny Payne, I can tell you that. Um, 27 assists on 30 baskets yesterday for Jeff Wall's team. Pretty good. I'll say that again. 27 assists on 30 baskets. Every coach loves that. Uh, I am interested to watch them today. I will get up from my nap by 5.30 to watch uh, the Louisville women take on Team Canada today. Again, if you're lady, a women's basketball fan, CBS Sports Network, 5.30 this afternoon. Louisville, I'm sorry, Team USA Women versus Team <laughs> Canada. All right, some bad news. Dick Vitale has cancer again. That sucks. Yeah, it does. I, I Again, and I'm on record as saying Dick Vitale should have retired years ago. His shtick was great for a long time, but it ran its course, and there are a lot of people better at analyzing basketball games now than Dick Vitale is now. He was great. He was one of the originals when ESPN started back in the late 70s, 1879, I think. Uh, Dickie V was on the first college basketball game on ESPN as, a, as an analyst uh, with Bob Lee, I think. Remember Bob Lee with the hair? Uh, he's got vocal cord cancer. Now, he just beat lymphoma. Have you ever heard of that, by couple the way? A couple of years ago. Uh, not really. I've never heard vocal cord cancer. I don't think... I think sometimes, unless you're an announcer, they probably don't call it vocal cord cancer. They just call it cancer.
1: Throat cancer? Yeah, I mean, throat that, cancer, maybe. Wouldn't that maybe, be the same maybe thing? Maybe so. Yeah.
0: Maybe so. But I think because it's Dicky V, uh, and he actually sent out the tweet letting people know he called it vocal cord cancer. Uh, again, he's got... Six, I think, six weeks where he's not allowed to speak. He had a procedure on the 11th, which was two days ago. Six weeks where he's complete silence. Boy, wow, that
1: would be tough.
0: That's tough for anybody. Yeah. how tough is that for Dickie exactly, V? Exactly.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: but he says he's he's going to he's uh, anticipating a full recovery and he's going to be calling games on ESPN this year. Good for him. I hope he's right. Even though I think he should have retired a long time ago, I do want him to recover from vocal cord cancer. Yeah. I want everybody to recover from any cancer they had. Uh, but that was some bad news that came out, uh, ironically, on ESPYs day where we always hear the old Jim Valvano speech. And, uh, of course, Dickie V is a guy that um, was a big part of the ESPYs actually even ever happening uh, with the Valvano speech and and all of that. So uh, good luck to Dick Vitale.
1: By the, the way, John, me. I know you can't access the text line today. I cannot. some... Behind-the-scenes stuff, but so we got one in. When are are we moving? Uh, that's a great question. Not soon enough. Can we? I I did have a dream that uh, last night that I came in here and some of the equipment was gone. So I was like, "Wait, what?" And then I got here this morning. Well, that could happen. That could happen any day. That's true. Don't tell anybody. Oh, are we on? I mean, are we on? Hang on. Are we on here? Anyways, on the Thornton's text line, texter says, "John, competent programs." Kentucky, get their games bought out by networks and can't freely stream, unlike incompetent programs like Louisville.
0: See, that's not an incompetent program. That's just mean-spirited. That is just mean-spirited, and we do not like this show being mean-spirited unless (laughs) I'm the one doing it on Grumpy Old Man Day, which apparently Scooter thinks is every day.
1: 80%.
0: Uh, by the way, TV dramas, you can still vote four one four fourteen fifty 1450 for your favorite top three TV dramas of all time. I will reveal the list tomorrow. Ed Peake's going to join us in the studio tomorrow. I should probably do it Heck today. Can't. But Ed's going to join us tomorrow, and we'll have two grumpy old men
1: on the, on the <laughs> set. Can we get a preview of what's leading?
0: Um, the Wire. Oh, okay. Never saw it. I, I is there like a
1: runaway like weeks past? No, it is close. Okay.
0: It's close just like no game shows was really close. That's true. Sitcoms yeah. was a runaway. Yeah. Uh game shows was really close. But game shows at the top was a runaway. Um, but a lot of chick chick shows. I I I, I polled too many chicks.
1: I'm sorry, but ladies. You're lucky I didn't put my desperate housewives answer in. Gotten another one of them? Yes. Have you really? Yes. Good for them.
0: You want me to introduce you to her? She's single. (laughs) Maybe. Um, Breaking Bad. uh, This Is Us. 30-something. You you don't even know what that is. I've always
1: heard if you want a good cry, just watch This Is Us. Drink you a half glass of wine, sit there and watch This Is Us.
0: Uh, Law & Order SVU is at the top, tied with the wire.
1: Is that the same as Law & Order? No.
0: That's a different one. Every Law & Order vote I've gotten mm-hmm. has added SVU at the end.
1: Really? So would that be like... So
0: if I go to binge watch Law & Order, mm-hmm. do I just start with SVU because of this list? That's a great question. Or do I go back to the early days of the late, great Jerry Orbach and the late, great... Um, oh, what's his name? The comedian. I can't got, think of his I name. I got nothing. Um... Do I go back to those days where it was just law and order or do I start with SVU?
1: Now, if I was wanted Mariska to put
0: Hargitay.
1: If I wanted to put like say CSI on this list, would I have to have specified like CSI no. Miami? This is
0: this is for entertainment purposes only, <laughs> so no. It's not an official list. Nobody's <laughs> going to go back in 6 years and say, "Oh, it didn't have CSI New York on there." But anyway, if you want to get your dramas in, we'll be revealing the entire list tomorrow. I've gotten more votes, I'm sorry, separate f- shows for this category by far than all the other than all than game shows or sitcoms. By far. Uh, so it's a, it's a very my wife sent 3 votes for shows that nobody else has voted for. No, I voted for one of them. Right?
1: Stranger things.
0: No, no, no. That was a I don't I don't count that. Oh, she, no, she didn't put that on there. Oh, okay. Um Twin Peaks, which we watched together. It was bizarre but riveting. (laughs) Supernatural, which I've never seen, not one episode. And Vikings, which I've never seen. Vikings. One episode. Nobody else voted for either of those three. And there are a lot of shows on the list like that. I mean, I've got I've got, you know, probably fifty people voting. And I've got 50 different shows at least. So there's not a whole lot of crossover. You you like your show, you like your show. Oh, yeah. Especially a good it. drama. I mean, comedies were – what won comedies? I don't have the list in front of me. Do you remember? Uh, wasn't it like Was it Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld? Yeah, Seinfeld won. It won easily. Yeah, um, Family Feud barely edged out, I think, Jeopardy in game shows. No, uh, yeah, Family Feud, by one vote, beat Jeopardy. And Match Game was close. And Price is Right was close. Newlywed Game was close. But in this category, no show is getting a ton of votes. Because I think everybody has, if you're, I don't want to say if you're a woman, but I'm going to, you have a different taste in dramas. You would rather watch a family drama normally Than a police drama. Mm -hmm. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Or is that unfair? If you're a lady out there and you think I'm an idiot for saying that, 414-1450, Scooter will read the text on the air. As (laughs) long as there are no expletives involved. I might even read them. He might. He's done it before. I have. What do you do over there when you say something wrong? Do you dump button it?
1: Or do you say, I said it, so I'm going to let it go? I've never had to dump button myself. (laughs) Um, If you do,
0: then you might have a problem. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty cautious when I'm on this side of the glass. Speaking of having a problem, I got the shakes. What's going on? I haven't bet a baseball
0: game since Saturday. Mm. I did not bet the All-Star game.
1: What were you thinking?
0: Even though I said under was the play, and I was correct. should have bet the under, John. Do we want to talk about what you bet? (laughs) <laughs> and I think we already did, and we did. and it didn't go well. I, and I think I told you under was the bet. You did. Ahead of time.
1: And but I, you're always wrong, so I didn't know where to.
0: I'm always wrong when I bet. <laughs> I can pick them all, but if I bet them, they, they turn around on me, and I'm wrong. Uh, but I haven't bet a, a since Saturday. Impressive. Sunday didn't bet any games, had other stuff going on. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, no games. I am I'm shaking over here. <laughs> I mean, I was selling vodka and rum and bourbon last night, and I was, I'm going to tell you, I got to get a shot of one of these. (laughs) By the way, this is off topic. But this is what surprises me the most at the liquor store that I now work at two nights a week. I'm ready. The amount of shots, the little airplane bottles. That people buy. That people buy. Yeah. It is
1: unbelievable. Like, why don't you just buy a pint? That's my thing. (laughs) Save you some money. You know what the favorite little bitty bottle is? Uh, If I had to guess, I would say Fireball. The
0: 10-pack of refrigerated Fireball. Yeah. Fireball's huge. 10-pack. Yeah. They they come in and give me a sleeve. I know exactly (laughs) what they want. I don't have golf balls, so I know exactly what they want. Give me a sleeve. Fireball? Yeah. I always ask because I don't know. I bet you sell a lot of the uh, double fireballs, too. Nope. No. No? Nope. No. Really? They like the pa- the little pack, the pack of 10. Interesting. They love the pack of 10. <laughs> and the sad, sad guy is the guy that gets one every day. Really? That's the sad guy. Every single day?
1: Or every day you're there? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. It's just That's disturbing. wild. It's yeah. disturbing.
0: It's a lot of fireball. Uh, But the amount of those, and not just fireball. There are all kinds of different ones. Oh, sure, yeah. And the amount of. Those that we and we sell them for a dollar a piece, 106 with tax. Mm-hmm. It's incredible.
1: So, if that's your number one seller, what would be number two?
0: Uh, I don't know if that's the number one seller.
1: Seems uh, like on your shifts it is.
0: Yeah, I think it is. Um, just alcohol wise, yeah, just six packs of beer. Okay.
1: Would and would Powerball or lottery tickets lottery be above tickets is, that?
0: Uh, yesterday it was yeah. because the Powerball is so high. Sure. Uh, Tuesday it was because Mega was so high, uh, but yeah. And you got this people come in with their little slips for pick threes and pick fours, and you slide it in the machine. Um, but yeah, but DoorDash, we do DoorDash at this uh, really? location, yeah. And I thought, ah, eh, nobody DoorDashes a liquor store. Oh yeah, I do. am not. Yeah, correct. they do. And we've got one customer. DoorDash's six pack of cruise Light like
1: every day. Every
0: day, <laughs> DoorDash. So you got to pay the DoorDash fee, whatever that is.
1: That means he's staying drunk and can't drive. <laughs>
0: every day, six pack of cruise Light like, uh, through DoorDash. All right, a
1: nine dollar six. You're talking pack, about off track. He's paying. Are we 15.
0: Tra- Yes. <laughs> yes. And is you charge? They charge more for. Uh, I don't know how, no, how it No, figures. they
1: absolutely pay or charge more.
0: But uh anyway. What <laughs> were we talking about sports wise? I don't I have know. no idea. I'll talk about Porzingis after the break. I'm not happy about it. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented Spears on Sports and Alcohol, presented by Eminem <laughs> Cartage. Big X. I heard it, I heard it, I heard it on the X. Welcome back. Spears on Sports presented by M&M Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this Thursday. Ed Peak will join me in studio tomorrow for the uh, Friday show, the show of dramatic television. What are your top three favorite all-time TV dramas? Medical, police, family, science fiction, um, law, whatever you want to pick. You can email those to or you can text those to me on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. That's the same place that you can text the show, 502-414-1450. Eminem and Hotline is open as well for the next 10 minutes or so, 502-384-1450 to join in on the conversation. <sighs> Jeff Brown had a presser today. Oh, yeah? I did not get an email from Rocco. I'm not happy about it. I'm going to have to make some phone calls because I would have been there. I had nothing going on this morning. It was – now, normally, Louisville football, Louisville basketball, they have their game week press conferences on Monday or Tuesday at noon, which I can never go to because I'm here. But he had an early presser today, and I didn't know about it. Ed told me that uh, there was only about five or six people there for it. What? What? Yeah. Um, maybe nobody else got the email either. I don't know. But uh, he didn't uh, talk about much. Uh, a couple of the new guys on campus. Uh, T.J. Capers is a name that uh, you've probably, if you're a Cardinal football fan, been reading about this week. He is a uh, the third highest ranked player uh, recruit in Louisville history. He re uh, reclassified to 2023, so he will be Ellis will to play this August. However, Jeff Brown pointed out that he is recovering from an injury, still in rehab, uh, got to learn the system, and might not be as ready as the fans want him to be and they're not going to put him in a situation where he's uh, not going to have a chance to succeed. Um, again, get healthy first. That uh, was the mantra that Jeff Brom and all coaches really are going to go by, get healthy first. We know you're good, and once you're up to speed, you're going to get a chance to play. But Jeff Brom, making things happen on the recruiting front at Louisville, talked about uh, basically uh, roster issues and roster uh, amendments and who's on, who's in, who's out, that kind of thing today. So not a whole lot of news here uh, at this morning press conference, but I still wanted to go. Did you say mantra? Mantra. There we go. What did I say? You said Mantra praying it's a praying mantis and it's a mantra <laughs> am i wrong on that did i say mantra you did threw me off well you know i'm from kentucky it's a mantra <laughs> want to talk about the liquor store or no let's don't uh let's don't delve into that anymore so uh the Some broad great pressure stories, today and i gave you a couple off the air yeah. that i'm not going to share on the air um all right, so the Celtics made the trade for uh, 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 the trade in which Marcus Smart ended up in Memphis, and uh, one of the parts the Celtics got back was Kristaps Porzingis, who, when he was drafted, if you remember, by the Knicks. Oh my gosh, he's the next Dirks. He's gonna be better than Dirk Nowitzki. Did I say Dirk's? You did. And grumpy old man is struggling today. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be better than Dirk. And it hasn't come to, I'm going to say this word right, fruition. But the Celtics just extended him two years, $60 million. Oh, God. He is going to make $36 million this upcoming year from the uh, leftover part of his contract um, with his previous team, the Washington Wizards. $36 million this year. The Celtics give him two more years at $30 million a year. Now, he did have his best season this past season, 23.2 points per game, 8.4 rebounds with the Wizards. But, other than Bradley Beal, and I guess you could say Kyle Kuzma, he didn't have a lot of help. So he had to score more. He got, or he was allowed to score more, let's put it that way, because nobody else was scoring other than Bradley Beal. Um, 23 points, 8 rebounds, okay, that's pretty good, but – I'm not a big believer in Chris Stapp's Porzingis. Have you been a Porzingis fan? No.
1: No. I, I liked him when he first got in the league. He's a seven
0: foot two, seven foot three yeah. guy that wants to shoot three pointers. Well, and
1: him. he had a lot of potential when he entered the league, and we thought he could be the next best thing, but he just hasn't panned out. No, he, I'm, I've never been a Porzingis fan. You and guy. he
0: weigh the same. Mm. And you are at least a foot and a half shorter than him. Oh, yeah. Probably more. <laughs> um, I worry about skinny guys in the NBA. Now he has never had a issue with injuries.
1: You consider him a skinny guy, though. I do. Do you really?
0: Is he lanky? What's the word? I don't know. He's not, got he, long arms that he's make got, him at least look thin.
1: I would consider like uh, I mean Chet Holmgren skinny. Kevin Durant, Chet Holmgren, obviously Win Binyama. Those I would consider those skinny I guys. Think, I, I feel like Porzingis I think when has Benyama's more meat.
0: thicker than Porzingis. No shot. No shot. By the way, Chet Holmgren, is having a good summer, is he? Playing very well in the summer league. Missed the whole season for Oklahoma City with injury last year. Uh, But he was hyped. Who else did you say? Kevin
1: Durant? Yeah, he's a skinny guy. Anthony Davis, another one. Yeah, I don't know about that. I I feel like Porzingis has got a decent build. All right. Agree to disagree. If that's (laughs) your if that's your mantra. By the way, another text. Another text into the Thornton's text line. Somebody text in their top three dramas if you okay, want to write them yeah, down here. go. Marcus Welby, MD, Star Trek. That's the second Marcus Welby, by the way. Is it? Yeah. Star Trek and Dallas. Are there other two? How can nobody
0: from my era have voted for Dallas yet? Dallas was generational. Who shot Jr? You don't remember any of this? Do you? No, I don't. No. Nope. The Ewing family on the the. The oil-rich family from Texas, Patrick? No, no, Jr. Miss Ellie. Any relation to Patrick? Uh, probably not. <laughs> just based on looks, probably not. <laughs> um, yeah, golly, Star Trek. Yeah, Star Trek was just campy back Star then. Trek freaked me out. It was campy. those, I mean, those
1: characters are freaky. Looking. You had
0: you had Spock with the ears. Um, uh, it's hard to believe this nowadays, but William Shatner was a sex symbol. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you might not believe it. All the alien women were green and William Shatner had no problem having relations with them. <laughs> uh, you know?
1: Hey, uh, Captain Kirk, she's green. What are you doing? I remember when I was a kid, Star's gonna fall off. Star Trek and X Files would be played back to back on like Saturday nights. And they both freaked me out. Anybody voted for X-Files? Nobody. Uh, I don't know. I had to look. There might have been an X-Files.
0: Star Trek ended its television run literally 11 years before the first Star Trek, the motion picture movie. Hmm. And it started the same cast 11 years later. But, you know, and look, it was 19, late 60s, early 70s, and you had... You, you, they were ahead of the curve, but the CGI hadn't caught up. So, you know, beaming, beam me up, Scotty. Beaming from one place to another. Time travel. La- uh, lasers. It was all kind of campy because they didn't have the special effects to go with.
1: It. Here's somebody on the Thornton's Silly. text line against Dallas. Says Dallas lost cre- credibility when Bobby came out of the shower.
0: Yeah, that was bad. That was like Newhart waking up from the dream at the end of the series. Yeah, um, who shot JR? <laughs> but that was that was on the cover of People magazine. That was it was transformational. Everybody had to know. It was one. It was like the final episode of Mash, which is still to this day one of the highest rated non Super Bowl TV shows in history. The final episode of MASH. Who shot JR? He gets shot at the end of a season, and you got this was not streaming binge watching kind of time. You had to wait, you know, five months till the next season began to figure out, to find out who shot JR. And the speculation was (laughs) rampant. Everybody had an opinion. Did Sue Ellen, his wife, shoot him? Did Bobby shoot him? Did Bobby's wife shoot him? And it was like Dynasty. Every woman looked incredible. Every guy was a stud. And uh, Dallas was, in, that, in their day, what
1: Succession is on HBO today. So I've got to know, because I'm never going to go back and watch who shot him. you shouldn't. Who did it? Boy, I was
0: hoping you wouldn't ask me that.
1: Because you don't know? I don't remember. <laughs> I'm so curious. Who did say,
0: it now? I want to say it was Sue Ellen, his wife.
1: Okay. I was going you can with probably Google. I was going with Google Bobby. it.
0: Google it when I talk about. I don't know. I don't know what to talk about. Who killed I'm who? I'm a, who shot Jr.? Oh, it's yeah, really okay. simple. I mean, that was. It was like, where's the beef? That was a back then. It was a mantra. You like that? You Chris, like the use of that?
1: Kristen Shepard. Who's Kristen Shepard? His scheming sister-in-law and mistress. Oh. Who shot him in a fit of anger? <laughs>
0: No wonder I don't remember. That had to be a letdown. Because you wanted a huge character to have shot him. Right? You wanted you wanted his mother to have shot him, Miss Ellie. She was probably the only one you knew didn't shoot him. Oh, God. What have, what has the show evolved into?
1: It's been a fun one.
0: Or devolved into. By the way, did you see Jordan Spieth and uh, Justin Thomas bought interest in Leeds? Yeah, I did. Is it Leeds International? Mm-hmm. Now Leeds got relegated. did they this past season.
1: Well, it's cheaper to get in now.
0: So Ricky Fowler them. was supposed to be part of this group. It's it's a group uh, organized by the San Francisco 49ers. They are they are buying Leeds, I guess it's Leeds, Leeds United. United. Yeah, Leeds United. And uh so JT, Jordan Spieth, and Ricky were all going to get in on this, buy a share of it. Uh in, in part with this 49ers organization well Ricky backed out when they got relegated (laughs) but is it the time to buy after right when they got relegated? that's what I would say I would think Be, be a lot cheaper we saw Spieth and Thomas and uh their wives at the at Wimbledon this week now they're both playing in the Scottish Open so it makes a lot of sense they were at Wimbledon they're doing business buying soccer teams and they're playing golf this weekend I think that's the life what a life yeah I think that's the life. The Rory McElroy stuff I wanted to talk about, the Senate hearing, subcommittee hearing on Tuesday, it was revealed that he had a secret meeting with the head of the Saudi Investment Fund, at least the governor of the Saudi Investment Fund, whose name is Yasser al-Rumayan. How can you say that so perfectly that you can't say woman? Yeah. Can't say mantra. <laughs> um now, Rory said today. Or this morning, after his Scottish Open first round, I will retire from golf before I play for Liv. Yeah, I will retire.
1: Tell him if all, if
0: if all it is is me playing in majors only because that's all I can do. That's what I'll do. Good for him. We we use the term meeting. If I was at a restaurant tomorrow night and I ran into Kenny Payne, could you say I had a meeting with Kenny Payne? No. Rory says he was in a golf thing that Al Ramayan was in and they exchanged some words, and now the press has turned that into a meeting. We gotta be careful what we say. Gotta be careful. Alright, we'll try this again tomorrow. I hope with better results. It's a great show Ed man? Peak will join me in studio. Friday show can't wait to get it over with. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Carnage on the Big X.